Stockholm is a state of mind. We talking about the culture, so come and feel the vibe. You gon' have a good time. We helping you to see it. So much to do when living in Stockholm, sweetie. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Stockholm is a state of mind. Hey, Stockholm is a state of mind. Yeah, we break it down like this and like that. Welcome to the podcast. Stockholm is where it's at. Let's go. Hello, I'm Elizabeth, and you are Julia. What are we doing today? Well, we are welcoming you to Stockholm is a State of Minds. This is a podcast about career, community, and culture for an international community in Stockholm and in Sweden. I have a question for you. When do you think that you know that you are home in a city? When you can find your way to the important places for you without looking at Google Maps. That's what I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? Uh, do you feel comfortable in Stockholm? Yeah, I You're do. You're quite yeah. new here. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I still feel pretty comfortable here, though. Yeah. It feels like home for me, yeah. If we want to open doors for people coming from abroad, visiting or living here for a long time, mm-hmm. this podcast is one way to yes. open doors for them. Mm-hmm. But there's also like a network, and I want to introduce you, or... I wanted to introduce her. That's you know you know her. The, I do. The guests we have today. <laughs> singing a choir with you her. Sing with her, yeah. And she's a good friend of mine. Yeah. I've known her for like fifteen years or so. And she may tell us more about, or not may. She will tell us more about what they do at Stockholm Academic Forum. Well, how how about this? How about since you always introduce me to people, how about we introduce the listeners to her? Good. Let's do that. Yeah. So welcome in Maria. And now I want Julia <laughs> to pronounce your last name. Fogelström. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Kyle. Kyle. It's like Schilskop. I should have known yeah. that. But it's not Schilskop. Maria Fogelström. Yeah, there we are. So you do it much better than I can. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> have you ever been told that your surname is a lot like, uh, is a lot like refrigerator before? No, I'm so glad really. to be the first. <laughs> Actually, it has been a problem abroad. Oh, I yeah. always have to spell all the letters in my double name. Kyle it's okay, Berg. I'm used to it. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're here. Yeah, me too. Because you are like the architect behind this, oh, I'm sorry, behind this podcast and also the organization. Yeah, actually the not the architect behind the podcast, no, but, but the organization, the, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What kind I of organization is that? Well, it's the Stockholm Dual Career Network um, that we started in 2015. Um, I, five years early, came back after a long period abroad in Belgium. And um, I was sitting on a dinner with all with many vice chancellors and university directors in Stockholm. And I had the university director from the Karolinska Institute on my side. And we were discussing the problem they had because they lost top scholars. They Mm. finally had been able to recruit them here, but they lost them um, many times too early. And that was due to uh, that the spouse or the family never found their place in Stockholm. Yeah. Yeah. So dual is... You, you and your spouse so yes. you can do double careers. Yeah. yeah, it's dual, yes. Uh, so I thought that since uh, Stockholm's Akademiska Forum is a network of 18 universities, mm. uh, it was the perfect uh, organization to do something in common. Uh, 
because we knew, I knew there was similar organizations in other countries to help spouses, spouse networks and things. But that was a bit old-fashioned, yeah. looking up on a spouse, like someone like a housewife. Yeah, you're going around in the city watching tourist attractions <laughs> and do yeah. shopping. Yeah. That's a kind of 1980s, <laughs> 90s <laughs> situation. But today, yeah. today, uh, a highly educated person that moves abroad very, very often have has uh, an, uh, an equally high educated mm. spouse or partner with them. So we said, okay, but let's try to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I went home to the office and we sent out emails to people in the HR departments in all the universities to ask them, do you know someone? And it's, do you have an international scholar who brought a partner here? Send them to us. We're doing a, a meeting about this. So we can't, we thought maybe 10 people would show up. Yeah. <laughs> But actually... A little bit more than 60 people oh, came. Oh, wow. 60. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 29 countries. Oh, my God. 29 countries. Yeah, so And we just looked like out on this. Where this country situated in the world? <laughs> yeah, we were like, wow, this we're, we're on something here. Yeah. yeah. And in the room for that meeting, someone had been a spouse in Sweden for 20 years. 20. Mm. And someone recently arrived. So we just, we understood this is something, there's a need for this. Yeah. Mm. So that's how it started. Yeah. And at the beginning, only for partners to international scholars. It was called Stockholm Academic Network from the beginning. Mm. <clears throat> And um, I think what's specific about it is that we never put up the program as we wanted it. We always asked them, what do you want from us? Yeah. You are going to form this. <laughs> and we are going to help you with the things you need help with. What are some of the important ways that it's changed in listening to the way that people come here? What are some of the ways that you changed the 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 mission, if you will, around what people need? What are some of the common things? Yeah, I think that's something I learned in during my years in Brussels yeah. that you have to work from a problem and not to to do something because it's fun or because <laughs> I think that these poor international people need this from me because often they need something completely different. Mm. Many international people know exactly how to find housing in Stockholm. They know that yeah. much better than we do. Yeah. <laughs> But many things they do not know. So better ask them, what do you want? Yeah. So to, to, to solve a problem. And to start to build network in Stockholm yeah. and Sweden yeah. in general. And find friends. Yeah. 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 Uh, because many of these people are lonely. Mm. We know that most of them have left a career at home. Mm. Uh, so they gave something up to follow their partner to a new life in Stockholm. Mm. And actually... The person who sits at home is the one in the end who decides if they're going to stay or not. That's a really good point. Yeah. Because if the the unemployed partner is unhappy, the employed one will not stay either. Because you've been, you've been, you know, someone who moved with a career yeah. and trying to settle somewhere new. You've yes. been in this this experience before. Yeah, I have. I I was actually uh, recruited. I was headhunted to a job in Brussels as head of a regional representation. So I spent 11 years there. I uh, came there without children and not being married. So <laughs> I had the time to engage, marry and get two children. Yeah. yeah. So yes, I have really been in this situation myself. But it's very, very different in Brussels and in Stockholm. Brussels is a very, very international city mm. where everyone is just opening their arms like, oh, you're new. Come mm. here, we're going to help you with everything. So I think... 
For me, to go to Brussels was completely normal. Uh, It's a more Latin culture that I feel more home in. Mm. Uh, I already had lived three years in France before. So it was like coming home for me. Um, It was a bit more difficult for my husband, um, who didn't even speak French. Oh. So what he did was when he came, he studied French full time for eight months. And then he got a job. So language is, of course, the clue to everything. Yeah. You guys have those programs too, which has been really helpful for me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, well, I love my international life. And since I had it quite freshly in my memory when I when we started SDCN, I think it, of course, it's I could easily, um, how do you say, identify with these people. So I think I was in a good position to start a network like this. You having been in the experience of being somewhere new and that's not your home country, not your home city, and starting out there and trying to find your balance, even though you had a job, how was how has it sort of helped you having been in that sort of situation to help shape the way that we that, that you interact with people in the network and the way that you I think that's that's the classical psychology. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you see things. If you have experienced something, yeah. you can you can define you find it. You see it elsewhere. Yeah. So I could easily identify with these people. And I think the most important thing is not always to get hands-on help with finding a job. It's more like a very friendful, a friendful gesture, friends and friendly to be welcoming. <clears throat> that's, I think that's the most welcome, yeah. uh, most important. And how do you meet friends? How did you do in, in, in Belgium, in Brussels? Well, I think I'm, I'm a born networker. That's really my strongest yeah. uh, <laughs> skill, I think. <laughs> so I don't know how I do. Of course, thanks to my job. I I came there for a job which was about networking. Mm. So it was, I mean, networking at work and on my free time. So it was, that it, the, the whole situation was completely different. Mm. So my job was to network. And you didn't stay in the like the Swedish bubble in Belgium or the Nordic no. bubble? No, I never. You met friends outside. Yeah, I met many friends Nordic, outside. Yeah. Uh, because, but that's Brussels too. It's very spe- special as a city. Mm. It's very international. No one is asking where you come from. <laughs> uh, all languages are spoken on an evening, so it's it's a very special environment. But I, what I really appreciated was the way people were towards each other. Very friendly, very open, very mm. helpful. And I, I felt when I came back that all, that kind of community didn't exist in Stockholm at mm. all. Um, no, I, I felt the need for, for creating this community. I think you have, because <laughs> my experience has been much like that. That's is, why you're here. Yeah, and I mean, you saying that you're a born networker is incredibly true. The very first day that I met Maria, uh, she mentioned that she has a background in musicology. I said, oh, well, you know, I'm an opera singer. She goes, oh, have you joined a choir yet? I said, well, not yet. She goes, Okay, let me just text someone. And then the next day I was in her choir with her. (laughs) But it's true is that you have, it's about finding the ways that people are best applied and finding ways to get people to meet others and not only taking your skills at networking, but helping other people to, uh, to sort of hone theirs as well. That seems like a lot of what is, what happens at Stockholm Dual Career Network is you make new networkers, essentially. (laughs) It's so, thank you. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's I'm glad to hear that. Uh, well, you have to be a bit creative, have a creative mind to think a bit, what, where can this person go? Who yeah. do I know who can help her? Or uh, Open mind, mm-hmm. I think. And um, also try to see the value in everyone. Yes. It's so easy to, 
that's a difficulty when you when you change culture because codes and things that you're used to don't work anymore. Yeah. So I think that's an important thing for us who works with this network to to try to see who is this person because you can't hide you can you can write a CV in a specific way that is how you do it in your country mm. but the person behind is someone completely different. So there is always try to see something good in everyone. And I think that makes people feel good and more secure and settle in better and more open. Yeah. Yeah. And Sweden is a huge need of talents to the industries and companies in Sweden. So is this a good way? This is a <laughs> stupid question. But okay, I say it like this. This is a good way for talents to like connect to the Swedish environment when it comes to businesses and companies and get in touch with people that can be their employers in the future. Of course. I think we have a colleague, we have a similar organization in Lund Mm. and uh, Lisa, who is uh, managing that, she says that they work with uh, making the invisible talent visible. Mm. And I think that's a very good uh, expression. For the listeners that don't know anything about Sweden, Lund is a huge, is a small city, but is a huge university city. Yes. (laughs) It's the Swedish, it's the oldest university in Sweden, isn't it? I think it's Uppsala. Is maybe, oh, yeah. but it's mm. very old, like 500 years or so. Yeah. yeah. And close to Copenhagen region. So yeah. yeah. A lot of international people too. They're mm. used to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And getting people there and then keeping them there. Is yes. That, yeah, that's the... It's all about retention. <laughs> we need people. Here. Yeah. We have a, a gen, um, we have a population that gets older and older. We need people. We have to import people. Mm-hmm. So So now you have worked with this... Dual career network for like seven, eight years. Mm, it's eight What's years. the next next step? How do you develop this further? Well, we hope that this that it will continue to grow. That I mean that Swedish because we're in Sweden, Swedish businesses, um, Swedish on manager level, strategic level understands the importance of <laughs> keeping their the talented person they have um, employed in Sweden. They only talk about, you can see many, they have campaigns about recruiting top talents, international top talents, but they forget that the top talent, almost in every case, has a top talented person number two with them. Yeah. So my wish is that this should be, uh, it's a question of awareness. They have to understand it. This is how it is. It's so expensive to employ someone, (laughs) bringing someone here from, say, I don't, Peru, moving here. Uh, and then they lose them within yeah. a year. It's, it's such a waste of money but and emotions. My question was about... She's, she's so humble. <laughs> yeah. Ah. So it was about the academy. Ah, the academy. Yeah. So tell us about academy. You have just started the academy. Yes, we started uh, the SDCN Academy, which is um, a five-week program. Yeah. Um, because what we learned during this year is that a person is not a, a robot or, or a machine. So when you come here, you're maybe not ready to just sit down, learn how to make a Swedish CV, a Swedish cover letter, and then you're ready to go. It doesn't work like that. Um, and it doesn't work either, I would say, with a political intention to include people in Swedish society. It's a very good and nice gesture, but mm. it, you can't include someone no, you can't By force them to eat chatbullar uh, or canelbullar <laughs> every day. Or <laughs> no, or to learn to for it's it's a, it's a quite important discussion, I think, right now. Mm. Um, you have also kind of racistic 
um, tendons in society. Mm. And um, you want to, they want to test people in Sweden, uh, general test in, in uh, language, language and Swedish society and things. Mm. But you can, that's okay, I think. I think it's good because you, you have to learn language to understand your rights and your obligations as yeah. a citizen. I don't think that's strange, but you can do that in so many different ways. Mm. And I think to do it welcoming is what we need and because we need these people. So that's why we started this um, STCN Academy to, during five weeks, show all aspects of Sweden. And the first, it starts with a week when you learn Swedish history, Swedish uh, mental um, mentality, uh, design history, uh, Swedish political system, how the Swedish job market is organized, and then you turn into more personal things, mm. uh, like your um, who you are yourself. You move to a new country, but you still are, uh, you still be Julia. <laughs> uh, you cannot change too much, so you have to appreciate your value in a new situation. Mm. It's also and a new context. A new context, yeah. 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 Uh, but you don't change, even though you change no. everything around. It's also about your career, that you can maybe, it's an opportunity for you to switch career. Uh, we also go into introduce Stockholm, what Stockholm is like a city, what kind, what kind of companies do we have here, uh, about Swedish innovations, uh, the whole innovative climate and startups and everything. We also have a very important session about um, mental health. Many oh, people of our troubling. members are, mm. yeah, are yeah. have been feeling alone, yeah, of course, or depressed. Mm. And if you are feeling lonely and depressed, you are not in a mood of looking for jobs. Yeah, you yeah. don't feel like let me go ahead and make this new city my home. You kind of think, mm. no. and you have Stay a partner that have yeah. a job. They go to the job every day, have sure. super funny at the yeah. office. They can go for lunch and have <laughs> after work beers and drinks with uh, colleagues, and you are still at home. Yeah. Yeah, browsing that side of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, we have discovered that that is not a true either. <laughs> okay. It's yeah, absolutely yeah. the image everyone got because yeah. the other one has got a job, so the, you think everything is fine and fixed. Oh, it's hard for them to. They yeah. don't. Many people in Sweden do not see each other after work. Mm, true. You can have a, a job, but you don't talk to your colleagues. Mm. Yeah. You don't learn anything about Sweden because you work all the time. Yeah. Mm. So this academy, we have learned now from our first group that just finished, um, that they brought home all everything we talked about. Uh, oh, to, the, to their spouses? To, yeah, okay. to the dinner table. Yeah. Wow. And we have had contact with, with partners with jobs. Yes. That I have learned so much from my spouse mm. now. So it's a double thing. So actually we have kind of graduated 40 <laughs> people instead of 20. <laughs> so, yeah, we want them to feel welcomed recognize things in Sweden uh, and feel making this little bit more like their hometown. Mm. And it all ends, of course, we also have the CV uh, writing workshop and, and the cover letters, but that comes later in the academy. Yeah. You have to start with yourself, dig where you stand, <laughs> uh, teach about the, the context, the surrounding, the history, and then you're ready to go. So at the end, there is a, a recruitment event with a speed dating with companies and recruiters. Oh. Wow. And uh, there are also guided tours in Stockholm to yeah. get to learn in your city. We're very proud of it. And yeah. we have had top, uh, uh, how do you say, it? top scores from the participants. <laughs> and I mean, you know, you can live here for however long, but there are always blind spots. Sure. There are always things that you can't fix yourself.
that you might not think to look into, that you might not even begin to know where to start. And I think that it's nice because you have a program that helps to go, okay, you know this, but do you also know this? And it might actually be more important for you to know this. That way you understand the context of this thing that you experience a lot better, you know? Mm -hmm. If I were yelled at by some lady in the street, yeah. <laughs> I would, okay, well, you know, <laughs> what's the historical context of that? You would now? say the F word to her. <laughs> I might, yes. But no, what it would do is it, I think what I would it, would, it helps me to sort of understand a little bit of the societal context, whereas, whereas I might have just, you know, thought of the social context here or the historical context of, of everything that you kind of go through on a daily basis. Why is it like this? you get a little bit more of that safety of now I know why I saw this in the news or now I know why people do this on a certain day. It, I think there's a lot that we just go along with that yeah. we don't really know why. And this helps exactly. us understand the why. Also to take away some of these cliches. It's always like when Swedes are exp- explaining how Swedes are is always like, yeah, but you know, Swedes, they love the consensus. Mm. Uh, they are like this, but we wanted to tell the story behind it. And that's actually to find in history and demography and geography mm. about Swedish mentality. Swedes are like this. Yes, but why? Yeah. Don't mm. just laugh about it, but you can understand why. So yeah. we wanted to dig one level deeper. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's it's, it's also good for us, uh, for Swedes to learn that. Not always talk about the superficial things. I hope that you have a program for the employed partners too, because I think that Steve would really enjoy it. I think he'd really benefit from it. It sounds like it's a very good way to feel like you're well-rounded in Swedish society. That's your job, Julia. Okay, there we go. (laughs) I'll bring it home and I'll talk to him about it. Yeah. So now, Maria, we have a little part in this podcast we call Three Quick Questions. I have one for you. What is the most common misconception that newcomers have about Sweden? I don't have any... doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> um, you you meant that if they had any prejudices or something yeah. like or just that? Just the most... Like, I assumed it would be like this or, you know... No, I can't answer that. The one that I noticed, I love that we're asking the question, but we're going to answer it as well. <laughs> but I've noticed that there is this... I was warned before I moved here that, oh, Swedes are, are very cold and they won't they won't let you in and they won't reach out to you and i've had the exact opposite experience (laughs) really yes maybe one thing yeah there's of course many people are worried about the climate oh Mm. yeah they are they are worried if they haven't uh yet if they arrived in spring or summer they are a bit worried about uh, anxious about the coming (laughs) winter how shall it be uh how are they going to survive the darkness and the cold (laughs) yeah but actually when they've done it, because they discover the cozy part of yes. of the dark season, and I also remember someone came coming from Kenya, and I asked him, "How do you survive in the dark winter?" He said, "Dark? This isn't dark. <laughs> you have lots of lights. In my country, after five o'clock, it's black. Yeah, wow. every day, the whole year. Yes, <laughs> it's really. So I, I think that yeah. is maybe something they fear yeah. Yeah. because we're very far away. They think uh, it's very cold and very dark." Uh, but actually, they quite like it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's cozy. Nice. It's cozy. There's yeah, lights like, yeah. in all the all of the. I prefer windows. autumn and winter before summer because oh, really? I'm so disappointed of the Swedish <laughs> summer. I've seen the pictures. I grew up in summers, <laughs> but it is not like that. It's true. A lot of rain in the summers. <laughs> it's not nearly as pretty as they make it out to be. Yeah. 
And also that we really have four seasons. I think that's appreciated too. They, yeah. Many from many countries you have maybe one season or yeah. two, so they have re- haven't experienced that. So I think that is maybe a big surprise yeah. for many one. Mm. Yeah, that it's beautiful, and huh? they expect it just dark and gray. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Uh, number two <laughs> is when you come. To, you you just said that you have like guided tours in the city. Oh, now it's going to be a long question. Okay, <laughs> short. Must see or visit tourist attraction in Stockholm. What you really need to see to understand Sweden or Stockholm. All the churches. Ah, that's a good one. Good question. Good answer. <laughs> you <laughs> have answer. everything in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. The art. Uh, you have uh, kings and many interesting buried people. You have the music. You have uh, and it's open architecture uh, from different uh, from different periods. Mm. From Stockholm's oldest building, mm. uh, on Riddar Holmen. I think, yeah, the churches, no, yeah. no doubt. That's what I did during the corona pandemic. It, everything was closed, but the churches was open. Mm. So every day I took like a walk in yeah. Stockholm, visited like two or three churches a day. I love that. I'm and glad you said take that. take photos yeah. and, you know, discover the church culture in Sweden. That's It's I'm, always warm and welcoming. It's yeah. always some kind person there too. Yeah, yeah. To guide you or talk to you. Yeah, it's like a definitely. picture. Yeah, it's like a picture of sort of in history when that was built and then everything that sort of developed. I'm glad you said that because I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> you know, I'm still, yeah. We actually have a lot of famous architecture that has built churches and stuff. Yes. So if mm-hmm. you're interested in architecture. Churches and you don't have to be busy. Christian. I mean, you no. can go there. No, for they're open, all, for, open everyone. for everyone. Yeah. Yes. yes, we're a secular country. So. Mm-hmm. Churches are more pretty. buildings yeah. than they are. They're, they're more yeah. historical than it religious. Is. Yeah. Last one. This might be the most difficult. Sorry, but three words to describe Stockholm. <laughs> the look on her face. <laughs> Beautiful. <gasps> yeah. Good. It is small. Small. Mm-hmm. Kind of just wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Beautiful, small and wonderful. Is it small? Is Stockholm small? Yeah, it is. It's cozy. It depends it where you come from, I think. I mean, if you come from a smaller city, Stockholm is big. Um, mm. I've been living in Brussels and Paris and uh, so I think Stockholm is quite small mm-hmm. and if you grow if you grow up here, you know many people. I mean, yeah. you can't hardly go out without true. meeting someone you know. So in that case it's small, but it's not it's not that small. Mm-hmm. It takes two hours in the grocery store because everyone wants to talk to you. So. Uh, yeah, and you yeah. can walk through Stockholm. Yeah. In, it's not too too big, but that's also nice. Yeah. I like it. It's not yeah. negative. You can know more about it quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful, small and wonderful. wonderful. I agree. Maria, you have done so much in your business life or career, but what is like driving force working with the dual career people and international talents? Well, I think the the most important thing is, is for me in life always is like, it's from the Gospel of Matthew, you know, the Sermon on the Mount, that you should always treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm, golden rule. Yeah, the golden rule. I mean, next time maybe you are the one who are a foreigner in a new place. So always True. try to be kind and treat people. As you want to be treated. I think that's a simple it's recipe. It's good. It's nice. Oh, it's an act of empathy. Greetings yeah. network. It's, <laughs> it's an so act of empathy. It's mm-hmm. but yeah. Then that will lead me into my question. When you came back to Sweden, 
How were you treated then? And with your kids? Well, I I wanted to keep my kids in French school, so yeah. they continued in French school. Yeah. So I could keep my little French bubble <laughs> by only frequenting French parents. <laughs> um, I must say, I it was difficult to come back. Mm. Uh, you have heard it from many Swedes who have been abroad. They're not at all appreciated when they come home. Uh, your international experience is not really counted for. So I, I think I really identified with all the the people in the in the dual career network. I think I feel more like them than yeah yeah than a Swede because it's so I can't understand really why Swedish organizations are so how to say they they only look upon your experiences in Sweden, which is mm. completely irre- irrelevant today. So I felt I felt a bit lost. Yeah, I must say. And your friends from before, they had like run away from you? In No, since my friends all are related to music, since <laughs> yes. I'm a singer. Yeah. Uh, in. <laughs> I came back to the choir, so my friends were still there and they still are. Good, uh, and this is super important. I know that you two have the music and choir as a common interest. <laughs> yes. And how important is it for newcomers in Stockholm and Sweden to find a place where they can enjoy their hobbies uh, yeah. and... That's very important. Actually, that is a question about Swedish mentality. That Swedes, uh, as we know, that's not a cliche, but Swedes do not like conflicts. No. So to avoid that, uh, you own you, you really can see that you only meet people that do the same thing as you do. Mm. So then you avoid the conflicts. Yeah, you don't have to discuss with them. No. <laughs> you love so. gardening. We don't discuss that here because we are gardening club. <laughs> yeah, so that's the way how to meet Swedes. If you have an interest, uh, just join a, a, there is a, a, a club or, or an association for everything. Absolutely. Uh, or buy a dog. Yes. Yeah. A dog is perfect because yes. then you meet dog people. So you're so, quite a new dog owner. <laughs> I'm quite you? new yeah. dog owner. I meet so many interesting yeah. people. But to join um, a sports club, uh, a game club, or a choir, mm-hmm. it's the best way of getting to learn to meet Swedes, mm-hmm. and they will look up on you as an equal because yeah. you also like dogs or singing. Yeah. I think that's a really good advice for international people to meet Swedes. Yeah, because we have they gather in clubs. And hundreds and hundreds of non-profit organizations. Yes. So it should be some yeah. in sports, gardening, books, reading, yeah. cooking, uh, cooking, running. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So many things. That's mm. the best tip. It's so yeah. yeah. And the listeners, you find them on internet. Just Google. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. It's it. You find something to equalize, and then it's so much easier to empathize with people. It's so much easier to get to know who they are and get let them get to know who you are and that way you get roots here, you know? Yeah. Because the basic question is already answered. Yeah. You like the same things. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Quite it's smart. Easier to, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's easier to treat them the way that you would want to be treated when you have a nice equal footing. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Give us some examples what you do in the Dual Career Network. Oh, um, I think the, I mean, you can get lessons in how to behave in Sweden and Swedish business culture everywhere but what we have is a group of people from all countries from countries all over the world uh, with various backgrounds Um, they are very uh, talented they have a job career so the most important things we do is to get to learn each other to get to find new friends and if you have friends then you can do almost anything so Mm -hmm. I think the friendship the networking thing is that's the the 
the basis in it all. And then we, of course, support uh, in any possible way, as in the academy, mm. uh, how to get out of the job market, mm. to learn about Sweden, Swedish culture, Swedish uh, business culture. And you have like languages. language cafes yes. where you mm-hmm. can. We have a, a once per week. You can come and uh, to train your speak spoken Swedish. Mm-hmm. And we have a career support, mm-hmm. which is an open house every every week where you can come and discuss with us your if you maybe prepare an interview or uh, you're supposed to to send away your CV or you're looking for a for a kindergarten for your child or you can come with any question. <laughs> and you can come with questions like what do you. What do you wear when I go to the interview? Or of course. Yeah. Questions that are quite crazy How or do I simple. This question? Yeah. Yes. yeah, that sort of thing. Yes. How should I smell? <laughs> yeah, that it's that <laughs> is important. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's very important. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not too much food, yeah. not too much perfume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dis- discretion. It's finding mm. yeah. finding the right the Arriving right in there. time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't shake handshake too loose, not too hard. Yes. <laughs> We're training on that too. Oh, and, there you go. And yeah. don't bring, uh, don't give your kids like candies or cookies oh, for the school days because <laughs> we don't like that in Sweden. I did. I did in Sweden. Yeah. Because my kids were in French school. There yeah, you of go. Of course. Oh, we don't they know. love it. Sorry. <laughs> Cheese and bake. <laughs> but it's all the ways to get to all the questions that you don't know where to ask them. It's a good place to ask those questions. Yes. Yeah, I find no that question is, is to. Yeah. Yeah. That's the meaning. It should feel like a second home. Come here yeah. with any question. We'll we'll find a solution to it. Exactly. How do you how do you come out with your like message? Is it through the universities or is it Well, how we recruit media? members, you mean? Yeah. Um it's mainly through HR departments. Um mm also housing departments at the universities mm. because they know um, international people coming in and they know if they have a spouse with them. So that's one way. Uh, the other way is that we are approaching companies. We would like to recruit many more companies uh, where we can support with the partners so they can secure their... their Do you um, hear there, this? <laughs> Our community. We need your yeah. company. Yeah. To be partners. Yeah, because you're not yes. just the universities anymore. No, we yeah. have a number of companies too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say companies who really have been thinking that we are so, we takes, we are so, which is the word? We really highly value our uh, staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our international staff. So we want to really be sure to keep them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we take care of their partners too. And you also value the money of a relocation package too. Of course, <laughs> it's yeah, not easy to do that every so few years. Expensive yeah, expensive to hire people. Yes, it's thousands or thousands of crowns. Yeah. So if you can keep them and you know, it's an investment. It's a retention. Yeah. It's quite a retention. It's a very expensive investment. And yeah, an engineer cost to recruit an engineer in Sweden today is about one and a half million crowns. Oh Jeez. Uh, and you lose that plus a lot of experience of course if the person yeah. leaves yeah. so you have to look it's very difficult to to put numbers on this because you there are no real numbers but you can estimate you can think about it so my wish is in the future that companies uh think a little bit more about this mm-hmm. a bit wider than just the person they hire there's a huge change too in the yes. way in the in work culture and that people are yeah. really 
starting to demand and as they should to be treated as people yeah. and to be treated as a whole product, not just a, some cog that works there. You know, it really so, is a huge part of this revolution of getting people to feel valued and making sure that they feel valued. I think it's so important for that. Yeah, and it's kind of it's a common adventure when you yes. leave a country to go abroad to work together. You do mm. it uh, together. Yeah. And then uh, companies have to understand that. So I think that's really we have people in the network who told us openly that uh, one reason why we came to Stockholm was that we knew about the Stockholm Dual Career Network beforehand. Yeah. Mm. So we knew that there would be a chance for both of us. So it can right. actually be a reason. It's it's an employer brand thing. Yeah. To tell that we take care of your partner too. Come here. Yeah. I signed up um, right when my husband got his. Uh, <laughs> I, you have to wait until they get their their email address to sign up right away. I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> I was excited also, for it. People coming to Stockholm, talents, they have their superpower. They can open doors for businesses in Sweden yes. to their home countries. Mm. Yes. So they can find, they can help their company here in Sweden to find the network back in India, Bangladesh, China, Germany, Italy, wherever. Yes. US it's true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in Seattle. But it's true is that you help yeah. us see our advantages and not just mm. their disadvantages. Oh, we don't know Swedish. Oh, we're new. Mm. That's sometimes a very good mm. thing. You know, yeah. a very... You have you have all these advantages, all these cool things that you can bring in that it helps us to remember and that the as languages. we're going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Now we have learned a lot about the background to this dual career network. Yeah. And from the beginning, the background to the podcast. Yeah. So. And I hope you guys learned a little bit about why we're here talking to yes. you. Yes. <laughs> and it's so hard for us to always... You know, repeat Stockholm Do Care Network, Stockholm Academic Forum. But now, now you have met Maria. Yeah. She was the brain behind it. Yes. And now you know why we talk about it so much. Because it really is yes. a huge part. For me, it really is a huge part of me feeling at home here. Mm. Finding my place here. Finding my places yeah. here. And finding my people here. Yeah, you, you have connected to people in the yeah. network and know that. Yeah. And you've, you, you've got to feel like you're not alone. Mm. And I think that that has been a huge part of me feeling like, okay, I actually have a, I've got a good foundation here. This mm. has been a really big part of building my own foundation. So, yeah, just to start a new network. You had your network back home, mm-hmm. and then when you move to one country and to another country, you need some push and help to yeah. start a new network or yeah. to grow a new party around you. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Get your party going. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's important. Yeah. And I, I hope that you guys will go and take a look at some of what they're doing because it is yeah. really cool. There's a lot of really cool uh, workshops and get-togethers that they do. It really does help you feel you've got some built-in friends here in Stockholm mm-hmm. regardless of where you're coming from. And you know where to find us on Instagram and who knows when we see you next time? Yes. And is it is it redundant to say that this is a podcast that has been brought to you by the Stockholm Dual Career Network? And Stockholm's Academic Forum. And us. <laughs> Thanks, folks. Post to hey. Hey, Stockholm is a state of mind.